Welcome back, everyone, to Real Talk from the Kitchen Table podcast. That is like one of my favorite things about this whole nice. podcast. That's how we what we got going there. I thought it was pretty pretty cool. But I hope everybody's been doing well. I know it's been a couple weeks uh, since our last episode. And Lindsay, would you like kind of explain why? Sure. So we always want to be real with you guys. And to be honest with you, we thought for a while that what we would do is we would kind of bank some episodes so that if we were traveling, things like that, that we could put them out for you even if we weren't able to record that week. However, we do have a list of things that we know you guys want to hear about and that we want to talk about. But the last few episodes really all of the episodes have been very spirit-led and prayed over and the Lord has kind of given us what we felt like we need to talk about for the week and so we have not been able to bank any episodes. Well saying that we've been traveling in on the road which is a true blessing um, at this time and kind of everything that's been going on but we didn't have anything banked so we were just honest and wanted to be real with you guys and saying that we didn't have anything ready for last week. And so here we are. We're back. We're super excited. And honestly, I'm even more excited. Um, I feel like we're kind of back and better. And I'm pumped because the next few episodes are going to be a... Be a series, which I am really excited about. Uh, you know, just with everything that's been going on in our country, the topic we want to talk about is how to deal with fear no doubt with this coronavirus and all the fear that has brought in many people's lives. I mean, all of us look, I mean, point. our restaurants have been shut down. Our churches have been shut down. People's been at home and we're finally kind of starting to get out of that. But there's still a very real fear because it still is so unknown. Right. Well, and especially, and you know, as we have been traveling, different states have different things. So for our listeners, you're in different places and still experiencing those things. But also like, for example, here where we are in Greenville, yes, the numbers are rising again. And so there's just a lot of different fear, fear in people's jobs, fear in their homes, fear in their families and their yep. lives. And so that's kind of what we want to start this series on. But today's topic we're going to talk about is fear in everyday life. Fear in everyday life. The verse we kind of want to base this whole series on is one of my favorite verses, one of Lindsay's favorite verses, is Psalms 56.3. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. And there's no better place to put your trust than in the Lord. So many times I think when fears come, we think we got to handle it. We got to figure it out. But the Bible just says to trust in him. So fear in our everyday life. Our, our fears in everyday life can come in many different forms, many different packages. I believe one of the biggest fears in life of every day is the feeling of being stuck. You know, I love a routine. I try to be on a routine. We try to be on a routine. But sometimes being on a routine can make you feel like you're just bogged down and not going anywhere. Right. And I feel like there's also a difference in being stuck and being consistent. Because a lot of times, you know, for example, with your job, If you have a job, many of you probably have a consistent schedule where you get up and leave at the same time every day, things like that. And that just kind of, to me, is consistency because that's your routine. That's how it has to be done. However, I feel like there's a difference with being stuck. Like John said, I like the term bogged down. So you truly just feel like you can't go anymore. You know, I think about um, a vehicle that's stuck in the mud and how it's just bogged and it cannot and those tires are just spinning and you're trying to get out, you're trying to move backward or move forward and you can't go anywhere. You're truly just stuck. And I feel like that can happen in our jobs, in our homes, in relationships, in honestly every aspect of our life. And so when you're stuck, that's 
kind of all you feel. You just feel stuck every day, all day. The stuck feeling of fear makes you feel stuck in every aspect of your life. And it, it makes you feel a sense of devalue, devaluing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It feels like, well, you feel, devalued. You feel like you don't, I was trying to come up with a good word. Yeah, I didn't think that's devaluation. Not, that's not even a word, I is don't it? think so. So we'll just go we'll say feeling devalued. Feeling devalued, That's yeah. one of those real talk moments, hey, I guess. Hey. I, just, I have a bad habit of making words up, and I try really hard <laughs> not to do that. But I getting like back that. on topic, feeling, feeling devalued because when we feel like we're not growing, we're not growing in our job, we're not uh, maybe growing in our spiritual walk like we want to, right. the first thought we think is, what's wrong with me? Right. What what have I done wrong? And, and then not only is there a fear of feeling stuck, there's the fear of insecurities of what can I do better. Yes, and I'm so glad you brought up that word because that literally was my next thought. And I know in the previous podcast we've talked about comparison being the thief of joy. And I feel like when you start comparing yourself to others, you're looking at other things, you're comparing, and it becomes an insecurity. Yes. And then it becomes a fear where you're like, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm stuck here. I'm never going to become like that, or I can never do that, or I can never be that. And that's where you truly start to feel stuck. And it's hard when you see your peers advancing. That is one of the right. most frustrating things. And being stuck is a frustrating feeling. Things You go back and say, well, what do they have that I don't have? What are, what are they doing? What do they have right that I don't have right? And necessarily, it's not always something that, we're, that we are doing or that we aren't doing, one of the things you have to learn, sometimes God will get us in a still place or a stuck place to reveal things in us. And it's a sometimes it feels like we're not growing, but God's got you there for, for a reason. Right. And it's crazy, y'all. I wish we could just sit and have a casual conversation because as he's saying these things, it's like the Lord just speaks on what to say next, and it's funny because that's literally what I was gonna say. Um, and it just, Great I know, I, I just sit here and I just am always overwhelmed because of how the Lord talks. But you know, like John said, that is where you get to be, and you have to realize that that even when you feel stuck, I'm not saying that this is easy because a lot of times we know how to say things and we know how to act the part and be the part and say it, but we don't know how to put it into our lives. But when you feel stuck, just realize that you're not stuck and you're never going to get out. That's exactly where the Lord has you and he has you there for a reason and there's a part of it and a plan and you may not understand, but you are stuck for a reason. Well, you you remember there was a book that me and you read and it talked about how it felt like we were trying to get to a goal and when it felt like you had to go through so many obstacles to get there and it feels like sometimes it's one obstacle after another. I remember you know, when I was working a job, my heart was not, you know, not to be at work. It wasn't to have a corporate job. It wasn't to climb the corporate ladder. My heart was in evangelism just like it is today. And I felt a lot of times like, Lord, I know I got the heart for this. God, I'm ready to go now. Let me go full time. God, open the door, do it. And let me advise you, don't ever make a move until God tells you to make a move. Right. Because if you make a move outside of his will, there is grace and there is recovery in that, but you will lose a whole lot more than what you gain. Right. And I remember it, it, it. I felt like I was stuck every day of thinking, Lord, this is not what I want for my life. This is not what you've put in my heart. But I, I sit here today and I look back at all the things God taught me mm-hmm. that, that I never could have learned in the position that I'm in today. So your place of being stuck it, it may not be that, like like we said, doing anything wrong or right. 
it may be God's really trying to grow you through right. all of this. And I feel like your example is a perfect one, John, because it's not that he didn't love what he was doing. That's he exactly loved his right. job. He loved where he was. He loved his, you know, peers around him. And he loved that world oh, he yeah. was in and enjoyed doing it, but it's not what the Lord had in his heart. So exactly. that's what made him feel so stuck because he knew at some point that the Lord wanted to use him differently but it just wasn't the Lord's timing. And so I do encourage you that even though you feel stuck, just hang on. Just yep. hold on. Just sit there in that bogged place and try and learn from the things that the Lord does show you in that time, even though it's a really hard place to be. And I think one of the mis biggest mistakes I made is take time and learn how, enjoy the season your life you're in. I think when we get stuck, we, we tend to pull all the negative things out of there. Right. But we never tend to focus on the positive things and just say, Lord, I don't know what you're trying to teach me in this, but teach me how to be positive. Teach me the biggest thing is how to have a good attitude. And it's funny what just popped in my mind. Think about it like this, like we talked about with the car. When you're stuck, you're constantly trying to figure out how to get it out. Yes. Or how to get yes. out. So instead of being so focused on trying to get out, Maybe it's time to take a step back and try and figure out why the Lord has you there, what you can learn. You might not ever figure out why he has you there. That's one of those things that we may never know. But you may can figure out lessons that he wants you to yes. learn in that time. So I encourage you that when you do feel stuck like that, maybe instead of trying so hard to get out, maybe just take a step back and figure out why you're there. The Bible teaches us, Romans eight twenty eight, for we know all things work together for good. He didn't say some, he didn't say right. half, but he said everything. So everything in your life right now you're facing, it's working together for a bigger picture than what you're seeing right now. Not only being feeling stuck, but the fear of being alone. Right. The fear of the fear of uh, you know never having somebody. I know we have a lot of single listeners that listen. Uh, you know, message me and Lindsay and that. It's a big burden. It's right. a very big deal. And you have to learn that God has a plan in all of this. Right. And in those times when you do feel alone or feel like you're going to be alone, that's when I feel like is the perfect time to look to the Lord, knowing that you're never alone. And I know that that can kind of be a shallow saying, I feel like, yes. and especially how people say it to you, like, you know, you're never alone. The Lord is with you. And, and not that that's not right. That is right but it doesn't always comfort you. Um, but I do want to encourage those single listeners in the ones that feel lonely, that that is a true fear. And just know that the Lord has somebody for you and the Lord has that out there. It's just not time yet. Um, and like we talked about in a previous episode, you know, waiting isn't wasting. Yeah. And I even think about, you know, this past week I had to stay alone and that's a whole nother battle. But being alone can be a scary, fearful place. And so when I was alone even here, I had to ask the Lord to help me. And I just kept thinking about, you know, all of those that I've talked to and that we've worked with that just talk about, like, you're scared. You're scared that there's not somebody out there for you. You're scared that the Lord, you know, isn't going to bless you with the perfect one. But I promise your time is coming. And nobody truly wants to be alone. I know right. I don't even, I, even on a daily basis, I don't like being alone it's a very it's a very fearful thing and the enemy will put thoughts in your mind you know you go one or two weeks like this this is what the rest of your life's right. going to be like this is that you're you're not doing again you're not doing all these things you should not have to change every single portion of your life to make somebody want you 
to make somebody accept you and to, to feel wanted. Just like Lindsay said, I believe with all my heart for every man God creates the perfect woman for him. I believe for every woman God creates the perfect man. Sometimes it just takes time to find them. Right. So even going back to our verse, what time I am afraid, in your aloneness, in feeling in your stuckness, I will trust in thee and trust in what God's hand is doing. Right. And I just, you know, I don't know how often a lot of our single followers and viewers hear this, but I just want to encourage you and really just kind of praise you for a second of how we commend you for what you're doing. So many of you out there, I'm watching, I'm talking to, we're hearing from that, you know, you're praying, you're studying, you're fasting, you're doing things that, you know, will help you get closer to the Lord. And in that, guys, when you try and draw yourself closer to the Lord, He's going to bless. And there's going to be blessings, and you're going to reap benefits from those things. And I just really want to encourage you to keep on doing that. Grow yourself closer to the Lord so that you can find who you are, so that when the Lord's ready to bless you with someone else, that you can be exactly who you need to be for that person. But I do just want to encourage you to keep going and that we are so proud of you for that yeah, because I, that's a really hard place to be. I just I really have this on my heart. God's just really I don't I don't really get tore up too many on these. But you just keep just like Lindsay said, you keep doing you. You keep you keep getting up every day and you keep fighting. It's so so many times even in our own Christian life it feels like sometimes we do so much and we right. try to stay faithful and it feels like we're just like I said before, kind of going back to the stuck thing, it feels like we're going, 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 doing, doing, doing and it feels like the Lord, his hand's not moving. But let me just, let me guarantee you, God sees exactly where you're at, and he knows exactly where you're at, and he knows what you're waiting for. And I believe with all my heart that God will give us the desires of our heart. Sometimes it does take a little bit, but I don't know if, and I just kind of feel this in my spirit today, I don't know why, but for somebody that you're you're on the edge, you're feeling alone, you say, uh, John, Lindsay, I just feel like I'm never going to have that marriage. I'm never going to maybe even have that baby. That's kind of what we're going through right now. Keep on fighting. Right. Don't listen to the devil. Don't listen to all his fears and all his lies. Because he, he'll come to me and say, it, just, it ain't worth what you're doing. Right. It ain't worth how much you're praying. But you will never pray a prayer that God the Father will not take into account. He right. sees. He knows and he cares, right. and he's watching. And all I keep thinking about is that song, He Sees What We Don't. And, you know, I encourage you, if you have never heard that song, to look it up. It's been a blessing in our lives. And, you know, I'm so glad that you brought up the baby thing because it realized, you know, I kind of realized that we had been talking about fear of being alone for single people. But, guys, it is a real thing to be fear to, uh, to have a fear of being stuck alone in a situation. So like John said, with us dealing with the baby, there have been times where Satan has fought me and I have felt like I was alone in that battle and in that valley that we were dealing with. You know, there's times that you feel alone in your situations. So it's not always necessarily with relationships, but yes. in your situations, in your um, times of, you know, low times, the valley times, you can feel alone. Also, you can feel alone on the mountaintop. So, you know, there are people that will judge you, will be jealous. Things will come out when you have earned something or you have gained a new position or a new title, um, things like that. That can also be a very lonely place. And you're like, you know, Lord, I've done this. You've given me this. And why do I feel so alone in it? So I feel like loneliness is not just 
confined to relationships. Right. Loneliness can be in every single part of where you are, whether it's good or bad times. And I just encourage you to push on. And we've always heard the cliche, you know, you can be in a room with a thousand people and feel like you're the only one there and how real that is. In there, yeah. So not only that, fear of taking a step forward. This is probably one of the greatest fears Mm. out of everything. Just like we said a minute ago, you don't move until God tells you to make a move. But even, you know, with our evangelism, when I step forward and quit my job, I mean, it's a very fearful thing. I mean, you're totally dependent on faith. And I believe, you know, a lot of times in our life, we we totally what's one area of our life that we totally depend on in faith right now for mine and Lindsay, it's our finances we're totally dependent on the lord in that but what is a step god is has been talking to you about has been dealing with you about of moving forward in and clearly like we just said you know when john did make that transition he knew that's where the lord wanted him but it still can be a very scary step. That's what I feel like I told John when we talked about, you know, talking about this topic. I feel like this is where more in my life I've been stuck, where it's just scary to move forward. I'm a very, you know, we've talked about this before, my personality, that type A, I very, um, I get very comfortable in what I know how to do in my routine and things like that. So taking a step forward, even if I'm excited about it, even if I know what's coming, even if I know that, you know, it's a good thing, um, even if I know that a bad thing is coming, it's just scary to take that step forward in, you know, growing. And that can be a really scary time. So just think on the things that you know the Lord has promised you in stepping forward. And some of the things stepping forward, it could be, you know, talking to a family member about the Lord, talking to a co-worker about the Lord. Maybe God's dealing with you about serving in an area of the church. If you're like me, Lindsay can testify to this, and we've talked about it before. I'm a very introverted person. Uh, Talking to people is not one of those things that's at the top of my list, but sometimes you got to put yourself out there. You know, I've learned, I've had to do that, and reaching people, you know, for the Lord, you... I mean, I guess we got social media and text messages and things, but there's still nothing like having a face-to-face verbal conversation. So, and it's a fear of, you know, self-fears, things like that, of not being able to talk. I'm not able to put myself out there. But that's, again, we go back to our verse. What time I'm afraid, what are we going to do? I will trust in Right. And that's what, you know, each one of these things that we've talked about today, my mind just races because even like taking a step forward, we could give you examples on examples of what you could be fearful in, in taking a step forward. But you know where the Lord has you today. You know, while you're listening, what step forward you're needing to take that you're fearful of. And, you know, I do feel like fear can be a place where the Lord can use us, but also fear can be a place where the devil will attack you and so i feel like you have to be very cautious and figure out you know what you need to learn but also how you have to stand and fight to get and gain faith over fear and the bible says we are more than conquerors in christ jesus i love it and one thing i just wanted to mention you know before we kind of wrapped it up was john mentioned that this is one of my favorite verses and it's so funny how the lord has used this verse in my life so our pastor one of my first surgeries i guess one of the you know bigger surgeries that's kind of lingering into what i'm dealing with today 
was when I was 15 and he came and met with me before surgery and read this verse to me um, and quoted it to me and I will never forget that day and that in that moment I was fearful not knowing what the surgery outcome was going to be what my future was going to be with that but how I've used this verse on a daily basis when I think of fear you know like the petty thing like I said last week of I was scared to be by myself I was scared to stay you know home alone um from all the way from that to a surgery or in times of grief or bereavement, there are things where you're fearful. And I just challenge you today to figure out the things that are holding you back with fear in your everyday life, whether it's a mental battle, being alone, being stuck, or taking a step forward. I encourage you to figure out what that fear is and truly, truly take that verse to heart and use it. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Don't let your fear dominate you by the Lord's help, you can dominate your fear. Exactly. So our challenge for today, I believe it's pretty evident. What time I am afraid? I will trust I in will me. trust in thee. So keep on trusting, keep on pushing, keep on fighting. I promise you it will pay off one day. This has been Real Talk. From the kitchen table. We love you we guys. We love you guys.